Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. You guys, we have a special episode tonight. We did a listener's choice. We had some really cool uh, feedback from you guys. The one in particular that stuck out to us, which is funny because... As much as we talk about horror movies, we don't really talk about shows and series. And thank you, Carl. Big shout out to Carl for the suggestion for this one. Uh, Top five horror series TV shows. So me and Becky have actually put together our own list separately to the point where we don't even know what's on the other's list. And we did that on purpose because we kind of want to be surprised and we kind of want to talk about um, differing opinions and things. Because usually we're, we come to on a united front because we know what we're going to be talking about. And I think this is going to be really cool to not even know what's on each other's lists and kind of just go through and talk about our favorite TV shows and horror stuff, which will be awesome. So thank you, Carl, very much for your suggestion. And we will be talking all about that. But before we get into that, a word from our small sound. Calm your body down. (laughs) Did you hear that? I thought that came from the other room. That came from my stomach. I straight up <laughs> was about to go, is something wrong with my husband? Like, is there? He just went, oh. like, did he just, is something, should we pause for un momento? Like, is You're like, is everything okay? I was like, what the fuck just that, happened? The timing of that was so funny. It okay. was pretty perfect, actually. Um... So for the guys out there, we are officially in November, which means November. So if you have a beard or growing a beard, we do have the beard oil available. Um, I am really excited about this product. It's got um, some really amazing natural essential oils in it that are really going to be great for all the dry weather coming up. And um, it's in a really nice size container, very minimal amount needed, and it will last you for a very long time. So it's very worth it. Um, So that, the bath bombs, everything else, calm your body down. Um, Etsy, Instagram, and that's it. Thank you. I I did the worst I was like, oh, shit. I was like, calm your (laughs) body. Body down. Bing. That was perfect. My stomach goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So guys, I'm sure you're probably sitting there thinking about some of your own favorite horror TV series, horror TV shows. Um, and we're basically just going to talk about, we're going to start at five and we're going to go down to number one. And we're just going to take time on each other's favorites. And, um, and then at the very end, we have some special mentions that we're going to talk about because there are some shows out there that we love that just didn't quite make the top five, but still deserve to get a nod because it's kind of like when we talked about found footage. Not exactly that it didn't get up to the top, but, you know, still deserves a hey, good job. Good soup. 
So I will let Becky start with her number five choice for TV shows. Okay. So of the horrors. I don't know how a lot of people will feel about this one, but for me, it's this is the only reason why it made it on the list and not a special mention is purely because of the nostalgia. And that is Freddy's Nightmares. I forgot how much I loved this show until about five years ago. Chiller. No, actually it was even longer ago oh my than God, I forgot that. About Chiller. Totally Holy longer shit. ago than that. It was like <laughs> eight or nine years ago. This was this was like 2012-2013. Um more like 2013, I think. 2013-2014, where Chiller started showing it again. And Chiller was fucking bomb. Chiller was the TV Chiller. shutter. Let's be real. It really was. It was Chiller the TV was shutter. Fucking bomb. And Chiller brought back Freddy's nightmares. Is this and still I a thing? Fucking, I like literally have to Google it because I fucking <laughs> missed Chiller. That was a. Is, I was like, wait a minute, is Chiller still a thing? Because oh my god, network. I forgot all about Chiller. No. It's no, not a thing anymore. It's gone. Uh, it ceased operations December 31st of 2017. You know why? They were getting ready for Shutter. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> so it says here, um, real quick, because I totally did not know this. So um, Dish removed the channel from its lineup in 2017, which cited that most of the network's rerun-centric programming was dupli duplicative of other available networks. And streaming services drop dropped it. Um, five months later, on a, in October of that same year, it was discontinued by Verizon and Mediacom. Um, Cox Corporations... Um, which I guess kind of oversees several different uh, cable networks. They effectively dropped it November of 2017. So when it refused to continue carriage of Chiller with NBC Universal, um, left Direct TV. So basically, after it aired The Babadook on December 31st of 2017 at 11.59, they signed off with a simple message, thank you for watching Chiller, good night, after which the channel space is created by Fearnet in 2006 and Chiller in 2007 both folded and ceased to exist. Its website was redirected to that of Sci-Fi a few hours before, however, the Chiller programs moved to USA Network scheduling beginning in 2018. So, um... Mm. Yeah, I had to read that in case nobody knew what happened to Chiller because I, I didn't know what happened. Like, we changed cable providers after that, so I don't remember what happened to it. But they aired Freddy's Nightmares in its entirety, and I completely forgot how much I fucking loved that show. Like Brad Pitt got his start. In case anybody doesn't know, he did one of the early episodes. It was really well written, really well done. The, like, intros by Freddy were so fucking funny. It actually predated, even though it basically had the same format as Tales from the Crypt, it predated Tales from the Crypt by a year, even though it was only on for, like, three or four seasons. So 
I know this may not be on a lot of people's list, but for me, the nostalgia, and I'm, of course, a huge Freddy fan, and I just thought it was great the way they had this, like, continue continuization of basically how, like, Elm Street and Springwood itself were, like, fucked up and, like, all these stories that were intertwined with Freddy as the main, like, it, it just was awesome, and it was Freddy in all of his glory, and they were... Some of them, some of them were funny. Some of them were, were like really fucked up. Uh, the special effects were great, uh, especially in the later episodes. I, I just thought it was a great show and for nostalgia purposes and anybody else out there in the late eighties that loved it. Um, apparently it's still running on, I don't know what cable channels, uh, I think that we're in Ohio. So I think that Spectrum carried El Rey Network, but I did happen to read that in uh, right after Chiller, El Rey Network bought Freddy's rights and they've been airing it since, or I guess own the rights to it now to air it. So I'm sure somewhere you can stream it too. But uh, yeah, that's my number five. I, had, I was getting I had to ready to ask you if that was anywhere because I've never seen it. And it's something I would actually really like it to watch. Is anybody that's a Freddy fan, it and I love is you know I love so Freddy. Awesome to it's it's just awesome to I watch. I would really like to see um, that. But yeah, that's that's the last thing I read about it was that El Rey Network was airing it. Um, but I'm sure you can stream it somewhere. It's probably on something. I'll have to figure it out. I don't I don't see why it wouldn't be. I have to find um, it. But yeah, anybody that's seen it, hopefully you guys can find it. I like I said for nostalgia purposes, I I just had to keep it in there. Oh, of course. I had to. It's, it's Which is Freddy. really funny because you know what my number five is? What? Chucky. Oh my God. <laughs> so one of the reasons why I had to add Chucky in my top five. I understand only four episodes have passed. Um, it's not even necessarily gone a whole season yet. It was in my special mentions, and I just know by the end of the first season, it's going to be in my top five favorite shows. Don Mancini has done nothing short of make it absolutely perfect for the fans. He has kept in little bits and pieces of the entire franchise in this series um, the doll is incredible. I love the fact that he still uses practical effects. He never uses CGI. The men dressed in black using him and just making him move around is just brilliant. Um, he still has his one-liners. I love his relationship with Jake. Um, I love that it's done from a perspective of a teenager who collects stuff because it makes more sense that a teenager would have him. If it's someone who collects, like, older things instead of, like, a 15-year-old boy who has a doll for no reason. <coughs> yeah, we're trying not to give away a lot of spoilers here to people but, that yeah, haven't watched no. it or caught um, it yet. So, it's just really neat the way that he integrates so much of the series as a whole in the TV show. And I really appreciate that on his part. And I had to have Chucky on number five because... I know it's not in the top ones, but he's the series is incredible. It's like watching a giant fucking Chucky movie 
It's great. And if you guys haven't watched it or you can get a hold of it somehow through sci-fi, if you've got a friend that's got a cable login, which thanks again, Carl, for mine, um, ask them if you can use it because it's fantastic. And episode four just came out last night. So you guys... Sci-fi also has a streaming service and they also have a YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, so most of the time new episodes will air typically like the day after or so. So you might be like a day or two late. Um, but it's really, it's fairly simple if you don't have cable to stream shows that are from cable networks. So it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you're a Chucky fan. And the kills are fantastic. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. They are incredible. And he's so cute, damn it. Oh, uh, I, listen. <laughs> he's so cute. Listen, I told you about the last episode with, I was... I was dying. Oh my god! I was dying. So I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say anything. But so cute. Oh my god. Oh my. So. Oh my god. Literally, like, as he's killing someone. So you know. Well, if, if, if so there's a cult. Oh my god! I love what somebody said. Somebody the other like on Instagram they posted. They said, "It's insane to me that people are just you know people are saying, wow, I can't believe this series is actually good and this stuff.'" And he's like, "Dude, the whole like this the franchise has its shit." But as a whole, the franchise is actually pretty bomb. So if you're just now watching the TV show and you think it's good, welcome to the cult, pal. And I was like, oh, cult. The show. Definitely. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking good. It helps if you've seen the movies, but I think if people aren't familiar, even if you've only seen the first movie and then start watching the series, then the series will make you want to go back and maybe touch on the other movies. And that in and of itself, whether you're familiar with them or not, is great. Especially so when they start throwing the in like around. when Andy comes back right. and Kyle and right. Tiffany and Nika. Right. So there are gonna a be lot of characters along the Nika, way. They're yeah. like, who the fuck is that? Yes. So go back and watch I would suggest all of them. at the very least <laughs> watching the first two and the last two. I right. Mean, even if you don't watch all of them, at the very <laughs> least Watch the first two and the last two, or you are going to be so fucking far and off. And at least watch Bride. I mean, I would watch all of them. Oh, yeah, you definitely got to watch Bride. Because you got to know Tiffany. Okay, first two, last two, and Bride. We're you just leaving to. out the shit. I mean, you don't really, yeah. We don't need Cedar. You don't really have to, but, you know, you, you have to watch Bride. You have to watch Bride. Um, <laughs> you just have to. You just have to. <laughs> um, just ignore that Katherine Heigl's in it. Just put in. I have to every insert, time I watch it. Insert any other generic blonde actress. It'll be very easy Reese Witherspoon. There you go. <laughs> Make one up. Um, <laughs> my number four is Stranger Things. Um, I struggled with this one. I almost put it in my special mentions. But, I'm man, I started going back in some of them early seat. Guys, god damn it. This fucking show. And I cannot wait until this next. Is it actually coming out um, next year? Yes, it is. Okay. And I was like, they keep like, saying this year and I'm, they keep next year. I'm just, I just love this show, guys. Um, It's so good. It's, I, you know, and I'm, I think some people out there were like, oh, you raved so much about Dark. Why didn't you? Dark is good. Once you, listen, I think Dark very unfairly got compared to Stranger Things. And once you start really getting into the show and like you finish it, it is way more sci-fi than it is horror. Now I know there's sci-fi horror, but this, uh, 
it's it's got me, it's got a lot of religious stuff. It's very religious. It's 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 not it's to me not comparing dark to Stranger Things is like comparing host to unfriended. Yeah, they are similar. Yes, they are similar. Kids missing, eighties music, but the as a whole, it. very different. Very different. Yeah, they're they're really different. So no, I had to say Stranger Things because Stranger Things is straight horror. Is it and, strange? And a little bit. Um, <laughs> and it gets. I mean, that last season was kind of there was it was kind it of was dark. Up. It got dark. It the was last like, season Yo, was when uh, what was more about what's his name? Is it the brother? Yeah, what's his name? Kind of hot, but hair's terrible. Uh, okay, it's such a beat. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm like kind of hot, but that fucking wig was like. <laughs> I was like not doing Sir. it. And I was like, <laughs> it's like bit, bit, so bit, Billy. Is it Bill- Billy? It, it is, is Billy. 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 I kept wanting to say Benji, and I'm like, Good that is God. not correct. Like, no. Um, <laughs> I loved his character at the end. Ugh. I loved his character, and let's talk about Steve. My heart, Steve. My other heart. Mom, the mom of the show. Literally the mother. I fucking love Steve the so goddamn much. Mother. Robin, I need like, I know Robin is gay, and I'm one million percent fine I with need that. All of that. We also need to know where Hopper is, which I'm kind of digging the Russia Black Widow Stranger Things kind of. What is with him right now? He's like, you know what? I just want to be Russian. I'm just gonna be in Russia. <laughs> And if you guys are like, oh my god, spoilers! If you saw the trailer for season yeah, four, just, it it showed we're he was literally alive. not giving it showed he was spoilers. Alive. So it's it shows. So, just watch you can find the trailer on YouTube. We're yes. not giving any spoilers. But I love that too because um, I was like, oh my god, he's in Russia. Is this just all being Black Widow? As soon as Black Widow came, I was like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, David, is are Hopper? You through? Um, Hopper is actually Scarlett Johansson's dad. It's Har- right. <laughs> Harper's or Hopper Harper. Hopper, I'm sorry. Harper. There's this family on Instagram that I follow. Little Rose names Harper. And it's so fucking cute. I'm sorry. Hopper is secretly Black Widow's father. <laughs> that would be a I am your father. And Eleven's reveal. dad. And he's just like all the really strong, crazy women. He really is. Father. Even Florence Pugh. Yelena. <laughs> but I had to. I... I I just even Danny actually will call her Danny for the, for the sake of it being right. more <laughs> from from start to finish from first second third this last season I'm so excited about Stranger Things is just such an amazing show and it took off so quickly it, it's had such a solid incredible cast it has just transcended all ages races boundaries Kids love it. Grown-ups love it. I mean, it, it's it's appropriate for the whole family, which is awesome. There's very few horror shows that really, like, everybody can watch together that, you know, doesn't get too deep or too much. Um, especially when you're dealing with a show that's literally with children. So you're watching these kids grow up so your kids can watch it as they're growing up. Even though it's set in the 80s, you're still dealing with all of the same things. I mean, obviously not real monsters, but you're still dealing with all well, the same I mean, things. It's like, <laughs> um, they may not look like that, but puberty, dating, friendship, everything. Uh, <laughs> I dumped like, your I've ass. I've never had any breakup be that epic. That was perfect. Oh my God. Um, if only we all could be 11. But yeah, that's a great show. I love it. 
I well, I'm I'm just I'm just so happy to see what's gonna happen. I love everybody that's involved with the show. It's amazing. Um, fucking Robert England's gonna be in this new season. I know, I am bro. So <laughs> stoked about this new season. I'm excited. I'm, just, I'm very. It, yeah. When, when all the '80s references to Christ Almighty. Let me tell you. Let me. That is amazing. If you're if you're an '80s kid, '80s baby, just love the '80s in general. The yep. references are amazing the 80s actors that they bring in that they brought in over to uh sam wise um (laughs) it's not his real name um who bob who they killed was the winona Ryder was dating him remember as uh Uh, sean Sean astin i said i almost said ashton (laughs) i straight up almost said sam wise gamgee and i was like ah I've been watching too much Lord of the Rings. That is not his name, Sophia. His name is Sean Astin. What the fuck? Um, um, I am sorry, guys. So hilarious. Sean, Sean Astin, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Elwes, fucking Princess Bride, like all these actors from the eighties, like these. If like, Robert England doesn't make at least one Freddy reference because it's the eighties. He just come on one just one Freddy reference, please. I will squeal, <laughs> and the one. world will hear me. Because be like, I will fucking I will you know tear a dactyl scream. That's SpongeBob episode. I feel a disturbance. <laughs> I'll look at Danielle and be like, "Well, there she went." I will tear a dactyl scream. Did, did you hear that Freddy like, reference? There head? she went. Yep, that that was Sophia. Or Becky, whatever. That was not- that was so Becky. <laughs> like on the like, just like ten minutes away. Oh my god, that's you'll so- hear it all the way. I'm sure we will. Every- There'll be a seismic. It'll be like an earthquake. I'll be like, it'll be. Did on- you feel that? <laughs> Jurassic Park when the water. Doctor Grant. <laughs> no, for real. You oh know, oh my god. I'm I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna say not in my list and not in my. Uh, special mentions is Stranger Things, but I will definitely say I do love Stranger Things. It's not that I don't, I just, it wasn't in my brain, so That's, I would put it in my special mentions, yeah. because I, I do, I love Stranger Things. It just, things. like, it popped in my head, and I was like, oh man, this has gotta, I'm but I, I wearing Stranger with, Things sweatpants right I struggle, <laughs> I literally hook in high school, with, there was one, I struggled with I struggled with that one and another one to be in the special mentions, but I just kept going back. I was like, this show has been so fucking solid. It has, and, and that's I that's just, so rare for shows anymore to be con- so consistent across all seasons, and that's why I I feel like season four, like season two, was a little off for me. Season one was perfect. Season three, wow! Like they were like we're coming I feel like back. Season twos are always like that. Yeah. Because it's almost like a a season three, then it like it's like a bridge that kind of gets you into season three. That's exactly yeah. Because in all reality, in season two, we were getting to know Will better because we didn't really even know who Will was because Mm -hmm. he was gone half the first season. Yep. So we got to know him in the second season, which they introduced uh, Billy and her name is Sadie, but that's not her name in the show. Max, thank you. I was Um, like Sadie Sink. The only (laughs) thing I didn't like about the second season was Eleven meeting her other fam 
I didn't understand that. Whole I love thing. how that was literally one episode and they were like, yeah, we're done with that. And I was like, why did we do that? So like, we didn't even, we, it was one episode. Of, That's exactly how I feel. It's literally like, what? why did we need that? We didn't, was this filler? Did you not know what to do? Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, I think that's I think that's what happened. They let like they let like the producer's son write <laughs> one episode. He's like, she has a family. Because he contributed, you know, like they have like four executive producers. Well, the top one was the one that contributed the most money, so you gotta give his son a writing credit. So they let him write one goddamn episode and this that's what the fuck you got. And they were like, Okay, we're done. Yeah, this had nothing to do with anything like, we were going, that's so it. we're done. And we're never revisiting this. No. Because they never did. They never Thank God. Not at all. Quiet. <laughs> very fine. So, anyway. So, thank you. Moving on. Very good special, or thank number you. four mention. Thank my you. number four mention, or my number four is MTV Scream. Season three is not included in that. Um, seasons one's and season two. Season three was not good. I don't know what happened. It's just, I guess, they were like, it just, it was way too predictable. I didn't, they didn't, the, one of the reasons I think is because season one and season two focused on the same people. Season three focused on different people, which was fine, but you got to know the people from season one so much better because they drew it out longer. And in season three, you just didn't give a shit about any of the characters. You were like, oh, they're the killer. Yeah, they're the killer. Um, oh, they died. I, I don't care. Because <laughs> you don't know them. Like, oh, you no. you just don't care. Season one and season two is absolute fucking perfection. I guess they, I just need to fucking watch this series. I have, I have not, guys, I have not watched the Scream series. I'm sorry. In my defense, it took, it took a while even after Wes gave his blessing for me to watch it. I didn't like the mask design. I didn't, I, I'm... I'm just such an OG diehard Scream fan, guys. No, but that's the thing. That's why, you know, like, this is why we, this is why it's called Don't Fuck With The Original, because sometimes Mm -hmm. when you fuck with the originals, Scream 4, right, sometimes (laughs) when you fuck with the originals, I have a problem with that, and Scream, like, really held a place in my heart, and even after Wes gave his blessing, it was still really hard for me. Like I said, I did not like the mask design. I I didn't care for the mask design, honestly. No, if, I, I don't know. There was just a lot, and... I didn't give it a shot, and also I was like MTV. Uh, I believe me. I did. Not, I went I, into it the I, same way. When I I do that sometimes with things, and this one, I will admit where I was wrong, and I'm gonna at least the first two seasons, I'm gonna give a shot. You should at least watch season because I can just get through watch. It, I can but... get through two <clears throat> seasons of a show. It's when people are like, oh my God, this show was so good. It had 15 seasons and I didn't literally watch any of it. You got me all the way fucked up. No. I'm barely getting through one season of a show right Right. now. So if you want me to go, this was great. It was on for like 22 years. Here you go. Like, like, no. Literally, no. Raise it out of me. It came on when I was 13. No. Like, what? Stop it. Stop making new episodes. Stop. Why is this? When I found out Grey's Anatomy was still on. It's like 18 seasons. I said what? Literally. Grey didn't figure it out yet. (laughs) Anatomy is not that hard. Took me like two seasons. I mean, I studied it in a quarter. Oh my God. In a semester. No, listen. I walked into this show just like that. Love Scream. 
so much. Love Wes Craven. MTV, huh? Right? <laughs> See, I, um, thank you. There is a scene, there is a kill scene that is so fucking brutal that I literally even looked at Danielle and was like, they were allowed to show that? I'm like, oof. <laughs> I'm like, that was, like, they spare no gore. It is incredibly gory. The story is phenomenal. You fall in love with the characters just like you fall in love with the... I mean, no, let me take that back. There is no Sydney. There's the girl who plays Sydney, quote-unquote Sydney. Um, fuck, I forget her name. Oh, my God, I forget her name. But anyway, she's the main girl. Um, she's basically the show's, quote-unquote, Sydney. She does a fantastic job, and I loved her. I absolutely loved her in the show. But you're, you have to watch it knowing that it's not going to be exactly the same. But the nods and the odes to the original Scream are very prevalent. Bella Thorne gets killed in the first episode within five minutes. Right mm -hmm. there. There's your first, there's the first Scream where Demi. <laughs> Why can't I think of names today? What is her name? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, not Demi Moore. I kept wanting to say Demi Moore and I'm like, that is incorrect. Where Drew Barrymore dies. You're like, that is incorrect. <laughs> that is not. My brain's like, Demi Moore, Demi Moore. I'm like, it rhymes with Demi Moore, but it's it not does. Demi Moore. It's, you're totally fine. Um, so, like, funny. Bella Thorne dies in the first five minutes, which was kind of cool because that was, like, the ode to Drew Barrymore's death. Um, and it's done kind of similar. Uh, some of the deaths are done similar. There's a lot of backstabbing, a lot of things going on behind the scenes that you don't know what's going on. It is so fucking brilliant and i actually just did a rewatch of it uh earlier this spring i think and just rewatched the first two seasons and i i told kai to watch it too and she was like this it was like watching a spin-off of scream that was actually done correctly and i'm like yeah it, it really was and i was really very proud of that that show and I'm very glad with what they did with it. If none of you guys have watched it, I highly recommend it. Like I said, the first two seasons, ace. <coughs> the third season, watch it to watch it. But me and Danielle had the both of the killers figured out in the first episode. So I was like, the third season was a little bit bad. I don't, hilarious. I don't know what happened. I was, she was like, I think it's her. And I was like, I think it's her and I think it's him. Bam. We got it right. <laughs> By the end of the last episode, we were both looking at each other and we were like, we're good at this. I was like, well, we've watched all the screams and we just kind of, there's a pattern here. But uh, yeah, I had to say MTV Scream is definitely my number four because it's just, it's just chef's kiss and such a great nod to the original Scream movie that... And the cast is fantastic. I love that Bex, Bex Taylor Klaus, I'm still obsessed with them. Um, was in it, and the girl who played the main chick is off doing other things now too. But it was just, it was just all around very good. I, I very much enjoyed it. I think you guys would too, and I think you would. I really do. I'm, a, I'm definitely gonna give it a shot. I've been meaning to, and I'm no longer gonna be biased. I'm gonna give it a shot. And even after you watch it, even if you're still like, I just, I tried it and couldn't get into it. I get it. 
I yeah. absolutely get it. It's not everyone. It's not for everyone. I also watched it when I was younger. I, so. I could not get into Teen Wolf. I'm sorry. I look. I mm. listen. You know what happened? I'm just. Too I got old. into Teen Wolf with Danielle recently. My favorite character died. <laughs> now you're like. <laughs> I, I was like, oh my god, I love Allison. She's the best. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then she, well, that's, it's really old. <laughs> I was going to say, it's been a um, while. But I, then, I like, tried. there was an episode where she died, and I was like, this isn't real. She didn't actually die. And Danielle's like, no, actually, she didn't. Like, There's just uh -huh. some, there are just some <laughs> shows and even some movies with my age. I'm just. I'm no for the life of me. I am not gonna fucking get into because I'm not a teenager anymore. I don't have any fucking kids. I'm just and Teen Wolf was one of them where I was like, okay, if I was, I'm about ten to fifteen years too old for this. Like if I was in my mid twenties, I probably could have gotten down with this show. It was like Twilight. Like when Twilight first came out, I was like, what in the Bath and Body Works glitter is this. What in the Bath and Body Works? Stop it. That's fucking funny. I was done. <laughs> what in the Bath and Body Works? I was literally. <laughs> this is my body like, glitter. What is this fucking. When he stepped out in that sunlight, I was going to vomit. I we all were like. like <laughs> what? what? Well, I happening? definitely. I even saw that and I was. I liked I was it way when it first old. came out. And I, I was, was like, like, what the yeah, fuck this is this? Why is he glittering? I was like, this is this is not for me. <clears throat> not for me. I don't blame you. But I will give Scream a shot. For sure. Scream Definitely. is worth it. Definitely. Um, my number three is Bates Motel. Nice. And <clears throat> I mean, like, let me count the ways. Michael, like, what? What can I say about this show? So first of all, it's like <clears throat> The movie Psycho itself already had so many things going on and so many dynamics, even for as old as the movie is, it being in black and white, there really not being any gore or anything. Like, what the movie had going for it as far as psychological horror for the timing that it came... I mean, it is a perfect Hitchcock film from start to finish. So you know, negating any sequels or whatever that came out after that, and you take how solid that movie was, where Bates Motel went with just the bones of Psycho, what it built on the foundation of Psycho was nothing short of a masterpiece. Like, much like Stranger Things, the, the, the cast is so solid. The storyline is so solid. Every single season just brings it. It has so many twists and turns that you're <clears throat> never expecting that even by the time, like literally even by the time Norman starts to transition, <laughs> I don't even like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't really know any other word to say, but transition, like, even when you start to see what Norman is becoming, by the time it happens, so much fucked up shit has already happened, that you're just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's brilliant, in the way that it happens, and the way that it even, it's so, there are times that that show 
made me so uncomfortable. And I mean, like, what I, and I, I don't mean uncomfortable, like, well, you get it because of how much you love the show. And I'm, like, I'm saying quiet creeped, because it's on my list, it but creeped, I'm, I'm getting it, my opinions later. It creeped <laughs> me the fuck out. It like I was there were there were literally scenes where I was like my skin where I was like probably the number I was one like scene, fidgeting I was fidgeting because I was like scene, oh my god like that was when what why can't I think of anybody's fucking name Ryan Hurst's character right what is his, what was his name oh no <laughs> you were gonna do this. What the fuck? And it's fucking weird, too, because it's like a nickname. I know. I have seen this motherfucking show six <laughs> times, and I'm like, what is his name? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Un momento, guys. Um, I'm so sorry. I okay, so Ryan Hurst's character comes over Lord. to give him a casserole. Chick. Chick. Yep. <clears throat> So Chick comes over. I kept you wanting know, to say Chuck because I just I watched kept Beetlejuice. Wanting to say Rock because I just watched Beetlejuice the other day. We come from your daughter Chuck. I kept wanting to say Chuck, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> not um, his fucking name. It's when he comes over with that motherfucking casserole and he walks in and Norma is laying on the couch, dead as fuck, and her eyes are open because he glued <laughs> because he glued. Her eyelids open, and Chick goes, are you okay? <laughs> and he's like, trying to get him out. He's like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just thank you for the casserole. And I'm like, your motherfucking mom. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. You were like, <clears throat> you were like, <clears throat> that scene where he's gluing her eye. I have no, no, where he's gluing her eyes open. Stop. <laughs> that is so fucked up. You're making me like relive. And that I'm was, sitting here, I can't. That was still. one of them. Like, that was one of them. That was fuck. one of them. That is definitely on the list for sure. Oh my god. That is just making me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I've gotta go back and watch this. I've gotta go back and watch that series again. Like I said, I'm staying quiet more because it's on my list higher, but I'm I'm like It's I'm, so solid, it's so good. Vera Farmiga enough said. Bates Motel. That's it. It's that's just, fucking it. It's just so goddamn good. It's so also good. Fuck and Bradley. Bradley. I have to say, fuck, fuck Bradley. Listen. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I don't, I don't fuck. Yeah, I know. No. 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 Fuck you. Fuck you. That was a great scene. That's all I have to say. I was like, get her. Get her. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck Bradley. Also, I just want to say real quick, Freddie Highmore, goddamn, I don't know if Freddie Highmore will ever be able... I can't watch him in anything. I tried because my dad kind of got into that show where he's like an autistic the good doctor. doctor. Yeah. Oh my god, that show was so good. My dad kind of got into it a little bit. I... Whew, I needed it. I need a minute with him. It, it really took... He kind of like jumped into that so quick after... <laughs> playing fucking he Lord literally that was the job he got that afterwards. i was like that's that why i was like cancel whorehound that's how i was like sir i i can't I, I i he just he literally went from being this adorable little child do you remember august me. rush what did i just say august rush <laughs> i knew what you meant <laughs> Literally that and Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Cute little fucking Finding world. Neverland. Stop it. I can't think of no. 
I will sob. That's one of those that movies. That movie's so hard to watch. I'm like, I'm God like, damn it. It's one of those movies where I'm like, okay, I just want to ruin my whole goddamn day <laughs> and look like a tomato all day. You know what? I think I'll look no, like a tomato I think today. I think I want bloodshot eyes and a red swollen face all goddamn all day. day. Attacking the killer tomatoes. Jesus Christ. So my fucking face will look like that movie. Such no. a great he literally movie, went though. from that adorable to literally Norman goddamn Bates and then wants to flip the script and play this cute little autistic doctor. No, sir, I need time. It's like a bad breakup. I'm going to need some, I need my life to get together before <laughs> I can talk to you again because sir, we can't talk you right now. damaged me and caused me a lot of trauma and now you want to act like nothing happened. Listen, <laughs> that's how I felt about Vera, seeing her play Lorraine. Yeah, that I was ooh, like, that was you're right, you're right. That I was, was like, wait a minute, that, that wait a took minute. me, that took me a minute. I'm like, you're Norma Bates. That took me a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, she really that mess. Freddie <laughs> for some reason messed me up. Well, I, probably yeah, because he's a kid. Well, yeah, but, uh, I am so sorry. Jesus Vera going into Lorraine was kind of crazy too. Right after and doing it so Norma, well, I was like, what the fuck? Norma was a was something. <laughs> I've never loved a character almost I swear to god I love that character so much though. I had a I had like love hate hate love. Like I, I had this like yep. I went back and forth with her a lot. There was, was just like, a lot bitch, of me with. watching it and going, I get why he is the way he is. I mean like the trauma, sweetheart. And also fuck Bradley. What the <laughs> Listen, Listen, I hated Bradley so much. Oh, you and me both. And anybody, there are people out there that watch the show that are screaming. They're going to be screaming. Like, so this this show actually should be called Brad. Bates Motel. Fuck, fuck Bradley. Him. Poor Dylan. <laughs> That's just the whole show. <laughs> fuck Bradley. Poor Dylan. God, you guys, Dylan. Like, <laughs> Dylan was like my baby. I cried. I wanted to hug him. Poor Dylan. That whole... I wanted to just take him in my arms and just go, it is going to be okay. We are going to work through this. Poor Dylan. <laughs> he kept doing every time. Dylan just literally <laughs> tried his hardest. Dylan did literal definition of vetted his best. My empathetic heart in Dylan. It was like too much for me to bear. He Poor broke, Dylan. He broke my I hurt so bad. Uh, we're anyway. gonna talk more about Bates anyway, but yeah, um, had to have had my to have third is actually uh, interesting because um, we had talked about this earlier today. My third is actually Haunting of Hill House, Hill House, not Blind Manor, Hill House. Um, <clears throat> and the reason I chose Haunting of Hill House was because it's I love Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Blind Manor each over the other for different reasons. Bly Manor is more romancy and a little bit more. What's the word? There's a word I want that I can't think of right now. Um, but Haunting in Hill House is more scary. Scary. Bly Manor is definitely more of a drama. Drama. Thank you. That's what I wanted. It's definitely <laughs> more of a drama love story. Yes ghost story kind it's of. It's a little bit, it's just more romance than than Hill House. Which essentially was. the Taming of the Shrew was like a romance ghost story. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. which is exactly what Bly Manor was, was based from. So it was just very much of like a romance ghost story. Like the movie Ghost. Like there's parts in the movie Ghost 
again, that's another movie. Nope, can't ever watch that ever again. But like, there's parts in Ghosts that are scary as fuck. Yes. Like when them demon things fucking carry homeboy out. We like, don't need what the no. fuck. But like that movie as a whole is not scary. It's it's romantic and and sad and heartbreaking. And that's very much in the same vein as the way Bly Manor is. So I definitely wouldn't get. Yeah, Bly Manor to me is in the same line as Ghost. Yeah, scary parts. <clears throat> But definitely not horror. Yeah. Not, not, it's, it's not scary. No. At all. I think not that's why old. some people were disappointed in Blind Manor. I heard so many people, and again, we kind of just talked about this a little bit with James Wan. And, and uh, oh my God, my brain just went completely dead on who directed uh, uh, Edgar Wright. Ed, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> about if you walk in to a director's new body of work expecting it to be what they've done before and you're disappointed, you, you you have to maybe go back and revisit it and look at it as something completely different because I think a lot of people went back and watched Bly Manor and really appreciated it for what it was. If you walked into it thinking it was going to be like The Haunting of Hill House again, then yeah, of course you were going dis- to be disappointed. And at first, I admit, I did kind of too. I knew the Taming of the Shrew story, so I was trying to like, or Turn of the Screw, I'm sorry, story, so I was trying to not like confuse it i was just like if this is better than the turning and that's all that matters. a million times better <laughs> a bajillion it had a beginning middle and end it did is, which is it what had story oh is supposed to do right um but no think. haunting of hell house definitely was is number three on my list because holy fuck the first time i watched haunting of hell house was the first time i had been genuinely terrified like, actually creeped out. Like, watching it, especially the first episode when you don't know who the Bat Lady is and that whole fucking sequence, you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, it's scarier. It's creepy. It deals... It's so fucking dark. It deals with grief. I'm in love with Theo. So fucking much. Um, also, I am actually in love with Nell, too. Let's be real. God damn it, I love Nell so much. Um, had the scariest jump scare in the whole fucking world. I think that was the scariest jump scare of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much up there. I, I think, I think it's at least in the top five scariest jump scares I think it's probably the only jump scare right now, where I genuinely need If it's to take not after. <laughs> I peed a little bit. And I'm not even gonna fucking lie. <laughs> like, I'm way over 30. I'm already at that age where it's getting bad. And I legitimately, like, I've I've had some jump scares that have fucked me up. But that one, I died and came back to life. My spirit left, like, <laughs> I did body. a Doctor Strange, soul left my body, came back, and then realized I peed on myself a little bit. Oh, my God. I was like, like, within the, like, within the soul transfer, I peed on myself a little bit and didn't realize Till like till my soul was back in my body. I'm actually surprised. That's legitimate. I mean, I'd never been that that that. No, I don't remember the last time a jump. Now I've been that scared, but I mean like a jump. Because you, when you, we've talked about this. When you watch enough horror, jump scares become so fucking predictable that you're almost like don't even just stop putting. Just don't even fucking. Put them in movies. Don't even put them in scary movies anymore. Or do what James Wan likes to do, where you anticipate it perfectly. Hosted it perfectly. Where you anticipate it, and then it doesn't happen, 
and then it, then it happens. happens because yeah. your your guard is down and you're like, oh okay, well I didn't. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, oh god damn it. Mm. I like yeah. that. We know the tropes of like, okay, it's going to be behind the door when she shuts the the me- it's when she be in shuts the, the medicine cabinet. It's going to be in the mirror. It wasn't there before, but it's going to be was now. it behind the fridge? It's going to be behind the fridge. We we always know. Um, this one. Especially since that scene was already so intense anyway, emotionally. That's where this show really got you because the emotions were so up and down. Um, The the episode of the funeral was probably the best episode. And that's where that jump scare happened. Because your emotions are so everywhere. You're already charged and you're already tense. But for him to put that scare right there. You're not, you're not, you're just listening to them argue. There is no reason for that to be there. And then all of a sudden, fucking Nell is like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> they almost wrecked the Aren't car. Aren't you just looking for me? Bitch, here I go. Like, that one, like, that there was, a, was t- like, literally- there was a trend on TikTok for a while where people were filming their significant others watching that I, for the first yeah. time. And that was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucked. That show, like I, I've said it before, it it I jumped through. That entire show was about grief. If I ever meet any cast members from that show, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I will flat out tell them. Look, I thought I had dealt with things about my mom's death. Clearly, I hadn't. Clearly, I hadn't dealt with a lot of things by the time I came to that show because it was just like I, I just couldn't believe it. It dug up so much for me. I was like, what the fuck. And uh, I'm sure it probably touched a lot of people in different ways. And I, and I feel like that's sort of where Mike Flanagan glo- goes with a lot of his bodies of work up in, you know, even with like Midnight Mass now. He's taking a lot of things that either he has personal stories from or people that he at least knows <laughs> to put a personal touch in these stories where people can watch them and connect and go... I've gone through addiction. I've lost someone. I've lied to someone. I've done this. I've whatever, whatever, whatever. None of us are perfect. Um, so to have characters touch on that in the way that they do, and also just make it scary as fuck on top of it. Like, he that's, so that's what was good. so insane about that was <clears throat> how touching it was, but how terrible. That whole, the whole bent neck lady thing fucked me up. That's what that's what Insidious because Three did you, to me. And I know people hated Insidious Three, but that's, I did. What, that's what Insidious Three I did it first, me. but then when I went back and rewatched it, I was yeah. like, I was wrong. This is actually a really Insidious movie. Three had me so emotional, <laughs> but like I was so emotional by the end of that movie, and then motherfucker popped out, and I jumped out of my skin. Like I was, I, I was so up and down through that movie. It was very much in the same way of Hill House, where I was like crying emotional one minute and the next minute i've literally jumped out of like my soul's jumped out of my body like and I, I love that shit god damn i love that shit i love well because you're a you're you're every you're every emotion under the sun you don't even know where to catch yourself right you like, and that's what i love about flanagan's work everything he does is like that and he he blends my favorite he does my favorite horror genre, which is psychological paranormal. He does it so fucking well. Because fucking Oculus, god damn it, it's so good. Oculus is and then good. he did it with Haunting of Hill House. Because Haunting of Hill House is psychological, but it's also paranormal. 
And then he goes and reveals that fucking Nell has been that lady. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is this shit? It was just fucking amazing. It was in the, the ending. I was an emotional mess. And it was just, he did it so well. And I was just very, very wild by that. And I actually need to rewatch it. And, and shout out to the little boy that played Luke. Because I just watched The Conjuring 3 again. And that little boy is so fucking cute. Shout out to him. We need to protect him. We need him. to protect him. He is the cutest fucking boy. Oh my god, he's so adorable. I do too. I keep saying I need to watch Hill House again, but it's not exactly like I'm just. It's kind of like (laughs) after I watched Midnight Mass, I literally said, "I am not watching this again for a long time." Yeah, I did that. I did that with Hill House. I can't. Like it's gonna take me a while before I'm gonna be emotionally ready to watch this because there's still gonna be scenes that are that are gonna. You know, especially like stuff between me and my husband. A lot. There's a lot of. There are a lot of personal things that I know. Even going back and watching it again, it's still gonna hit me. Um, Honestly, going back and watching it after seeing you is gonna really fuck me up. Victoria Pedretti and you is. I already told y'all. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Watching that show. She's so good (laughs) in it, but I understand why. I, I totally understand. I was like, Ugh. like literally this motherfucking bitch is just going off and killing fucking everybody. And Joe's just like, I'm trying to be a better fucking person, bitch. Would you fucking stop? I just, I know <laughs> I, I have to get through the first season to get to where it is now. And just, you, you honestly, already know the first honestly, season. Honestly, you I don't could even... skip the first season. Oh, okay. You really could. Because the first I season has not. absolutely nothing to do with two and three. All the it only... does is just tell you, it just basically prepares you for who joe is yeah essentially essentially which yeah kind which of you kind of know so already. honestly you could just like first okay. season whatever yeah, and I... you could just start season two and when he starts fixating on love and you're like wow this is great and then at the end you're like holy fuck <laughs> you're like this bitch oh, is crazy. and then you're like okay she's kind of hot being psycho this why did they do up. that because that chicken gone girl was kind of hot but she was a fucking cunt and Listen. i said it i'm sorry if that word offends people but she look if y'all saw gone girl god damn it look there is like she was insane. no there is no she, kind of word for that woman i no. am so sorry if cunt offended some people but no. you know what i can't even call her a bitch because that's being nice that is being nice she's she is queen a hot queen cunt okay i'm sorry uh, she's hot queen cunt. she's kind of hot though she really is kind of like like lively on a simple favor god damn it she kind of was a cunt too, but she was hot. She as was. Well. She the pants, <laughs> pants suits. God damn it, Blake Lively. You're a very lucky man, Mr. Ryan. I don't know who's luckier, and I'm very gay. Lucky. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is pretty goddamn. <laughs> Amityville Horror. Have you seen Fuck, Amityville God Horror? damn it, that movie is so awful. <laughs> but that's not why I watched it. <laughs> Fast forward to Can the I scene be completely in the with rain you? with the axe where he's crazy and he has no shirt and you just see the, well, you know. The V. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing to the area. The V. Can I be honest with you about something? I only started you. <laughs> Listen to this. I came home and Danielle was finishing up season two of you. At the very end of the second season, when you find out that she's a fucking psycho, <laughs> and I, I I came home and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Victor! <laughs> Is she a villain?" <laughs> and she's like, "Actually, yeah, she's a psycho." And I was like, "I'm gonna add you to my list." <laughs> <laughs> I literally only watched it 
because I wanted to see her as a villain, and season three did not disappoint. <laughs> she, okay. Fucking crazy ass bitch. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> and then fucking Cameron from Halloween. <laughs> from Halloween. Is in it. <laughs> and he's actually kind of cute. Girl, I told you I watched clips that somebody had posted. It was like from a BuzzFeed article, and I was like, is that the... Did you know there there are rumors that they're dating? I'm so into that. Girl, I'm, I'm so into that. Because I wasn't into him at all. Well, he was kind of a dick in Halloween. He like, kind of was. He was being kind of a jerk. He was drunk. Honestly, was like a stupid teenager. So that was like, I wasn't like... He was in a skirt would, literally right, through the yeah, entire two I'm films. Cool. I, you know, I'll yeah, I was like, no. But then like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's on the... Wait. As soon as he walked up to her in the in the parking lot, I'm like, is that motherfucking Cameron? Oh, his name the- in the show is Theo, but I'm like, his name he's not Theo. Yeah, no. Theo is Kate Siegel yeah, from Haunted Hill House. Weird that's Theo. That's Cameron. <laughs> he had some scenes that I was like, oh God. Yeah, him and I get it on. I never thought quite, he was I never thought he was hot, but like Jesus. <laughs> like whoa <laughs> like i'm not mm, i don't know i i think it's really cute if they are actually dating good for them yeah. that's adorable i ship that i ship that they actually do really um, ship that anyway so moving on so my number two um and this one just had to be on the list because i feel like this started it all there really wouldn't horror at horror <laughs> tv shows wouldn't even be a thing, in my opinion, in the way they are now, if it wasn't for Tales from the Crypt. <sighs> like, Tales from the Crypt, it, it, it ran for... <clears throat> God damn, that show ran well, for... It started in the 70s, 10, didn't it? 80s. 80s. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, Freddy Nightmares predated it by one year. That's I think right, it was that's 89 right. to, like, late 90s, so over 10 years that show was running. I mean, and that show was so solid and so good. I mean, Spawn spinoff movies, like, everybody knows who the Crypt... God, there was a goddamn Crypt Keeper cartoon. Oh, I'm like the Crypt Keeper! <laughs> Fucking Freaky Friday. Um, Everybody knows who the Crypt Keeper is. Everybody, like, John Casser, bless that man, that voice is so iconic. When I was like a little little kid, that show <laughs> Crypt Keeper scared shit out of me. And even that opening theme used to I used mm-hmm. to remember scare me. Like going through the house, I was expecting something to pop out, and that song was so memorable. Like I hear it playing in my head right now. And I'm, as soon as you said the name of it, my head started. Playing I was like, the "Oh theme. my god, I can fucking hear it!" <clears throat> it started like. Good, good God! It's almost like Law and Order with how many people guest starred on that show. You know how, right? like, you know how, like, literally everybody's been on Law and Order. Like, my dad watches Law and Order. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to say your dad was. <laughs> I was about to be like, probably, which episode? Probably. <laughs> but you know how, like, like he's called me and told me, like, you know, I'm just on Law and Order. Like, literally, I every everybody's been on Law and Order. Criminal Minds as well. Everyone's Same. been on it. Everybody. Tales from the Crypt was one of those. Yeah, it was like almost every major actor or actress has done a spot on Tales from the Crypt. And they did such a variety... I mean, you know, it was on HBO, so Mm -hmm. they pretty much 
got to get away with a lot. You know, different subject matters, gore, whatever. I mean, you name it, it did. And considering the time it came out, that was pretty amazing for it to be able to get away with that kind of stuff. With all that it was able to get away (laughs) away with. And like I said, it spawned um, uh, Bordello of Blood. I know that was one of the spinoffs. Demon Knight, I think, was another one. I believe so, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it started from a comic book and literally spun off into a comic book to a show to spin-off movies, to a spin-off cartoon. It, it's just... I mean, what what more... Oh, my God, Danny Elfman, of course, Danny Elfman. Oh, my God, Danny Elfman. Did the can, we, can we talk music. about can him, we talk him about as a composer? Because I fucking love him. That man... I love him. Literally, like, he... Okay, yeah, Demon Knight, um, Bordello of Blood. I think that was it. Yeah, that that was it. And then Tales from the Crypt Keeper, the cartoon. Um, It was a kid's game show, a radio series. Yeah, it it just... It got big. It got huge. I mean, if you look... Okay, so there's a list in alphabetical order of of just some of the most famous people that guest starred. And I mean, you're talking any... You're talking... Anthony Michael Hall, Christopher Reeve, Ewan McGregor. You had to bring up Anthony. Michael. I, of course, I had to. Evil dies tonight. Um, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Kirk. Oh my Douglas, God, Joe Pesci. Michael J. Fox. Hell yeah. Uh, Steve Buscemi, Ted Danson, Tom Hanks. I mean, it, Martin Sheen. Like the list goes on. Oh my God, Ted Danson. And that's not even everybody. That's not even everybody. I mean, of course, Brad Dourif. Um, the love, my love, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I I think Tales from the Crypt is kind of, you know, obviously it was more of like a anthology series, but I mean, look at what we have. We, we, we have other anthology series. We have other horror series. Like that was kind of one of its, one of the first that really made it possible that horror could branch out from movies into TV. That I feel was like really it also kind of gives a bit of a nudge for anthologies. Yes. You know. Yes. And movies, shows, yes. you know, and whatnot. And anthologies are <clears throat> amazing. I love anthologies, when, especially when it's done right where everything comes together at the end. It's it's amazing. Everybody watch Horror Noir and Shudder. You talking about the sequel? especially if you're black? There's a there's a there's a test. There's a quiz. Uh, oh God, I'm not gonna be quizzed. No, you won't be quizzed. Every <laughs> black person that watches the sequel. I'm still gonna watch it though. I'm gonna watch it. You can quiz me. I'll 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 be quizzed. Okay. <laughs> it's really good though. It's it's amazing. But horror anthologies are are really good. I I I love horror anthologies personally. So I feel like. Tales from the Crypt was really the start to that. Anybody that's done a horror anthology, I mean, it would be like anybody that's done a horror anthology would have to owe credit to that. It would be like anybody that does anything in zombie anything now would have to tip the hat to to George A. Romero mm-hmm. because there that that, <clears throat> that genre wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for him. So 
anything that's horror anthology based is is going to tip the hat to Tales from the Crypt because that's oh, of course what started it. So American Horror Story, I'm looking at I you. Mean, literally, it, to be, <laughs> and, and and for it to get it started from a comic book, there's another thing we've seen mm-hmm. that crossover happen. So it's yep. yeah, I had to, I had to say Tales from the Crypt. And it was scary as fuck. Like, it really was. There were legitimately some episodes that were really fucking scary, so. It was good, though. It was very good. Yeah, I remember going to a um, one of the first, like, wax museums I ever went to in Gatlinburg. Uh, me and my husband went, and they had, like, a horror section. And it was the fucking best, because they had, like, chain, they had, like, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. And Freddy, and then, like, old school, like, Dracula, and then, uh, they had, like, um, the Crypt Keeper sitting behind the desk, and you could, like, go up to Oh, my God, that's amazing. And, like, it was so well done that I was like, this motherfucker better not move, or I will beat at... Do you remember when we went to the Wax Museum in Salem, and I went right up to that Batlick space? Right up to it. And I said, I'm telling you, right now, if this motherfucker moves, I'm... Out. I was looking behind it, like I was, I was checking all around that bitch. Like you better not, because that is the one motherfucker out of if everybody. You like there's a predator and a xenomorph in the other room, but if this bitch moves, I am done. I'm the fuck out of here. I'm done. Predator, xenomorph. I'm gonna be. We'll a, talk oh my about. God, that's we'll so talk cool. about it. This bitch. I'm the fuck out of here. Like I'm out. I'm running Done. through that door like Looney Tunes. Like, I'm going to look like Wild the Coyote. My legs are going to look like fucking wheels. Just <laughs> fucking take off. Gone. Okay, so my number two is The Exorcist. The Exorcist series almost got number one. But, of course, you guys already know what number one is. But The Exorcist <laughs> is so fucking good and what's really sad is that i don't see it talked about much anymore um i did see it talked about more when it was on i almost forgot about it (laughs) (laughs) terrible i am uh no the first the second season is good don't get me wrong i loved the story of the second season i thought it was very well done but that first season is so chef's kiss what I forgot to say, from what Jeremy Slater did, I don't even like the movie The Exorcist. If you guys have been following this podcast long enough, you know I have a vendetta with that movie. This series is a sequel, basically, to the movie, the original movie. We're not going to talk about the sequels. Um... It's a sequel to the original movie, and holy mother of Jesus God, Jeremy Slater, I don't even know. Like, you, he wrote it in such a way that it just, it just glided over into the series so well. The odes to the original Exorcist is amazing. The cast is on fucking point. To be completely honest with you, when I first saw the trailer for it, I saw Gina Davis, and that's all I saw. I was like, Gina Davis is in a horror show? By all means. Oh, yeah, immediately. I was like, okay. I'm, I'm and Alan Ruck, it. too, because I was like, it's like Bob's Road. Fucking twister. <laughs> um, I had never seen the two girls that had, that were in it <clears throat> that played their kids um, 
but now I'm I've actually started following Hannah Kasalka's career and I'm trying to like keep up with the things that she does because I thought she was absolutely to see her in like nothing and then to see her play this role and do it so well her acting was incredible Gina Davis's acting was incredible because I'm not going to say too much I don't want to give too much away but let's just say there is a personality change at some point and holy fuck gina davis just completely shifted it was amazing yeah um ben daniels does an incredible job um everybody just everybody the way it was written everything the way that they i know the, that man's gay but lord <laughs> it's okay i know a lot of women are straight but lord i mean you know and <laughs> um so, at the very end of the first episode, when you actually find out who's possessed, um, or who's becoming possessed, they play the exorcist theme, and it, it, it just, it gives me chill. I have chills sitting here thinking about it, talking about it. It's just, it's so well done. They only had two seasons and unfortunately got canceled. Uh, like I said, season two was actually amazing. I loved the cast in season two, loved John Cho. Um, oh my gosh. He the girl who so played the gay girl is good. in so much shit now. She's in... Um, she was in Deadpool. Um, yeah, she's in Final Girls. That was the first thing Not I Final saw Girls. Uh, Tragedy Girls. I'm sorry. Tragedy Girls. Um, <clears throat> the cast in that one was really good. I really loved... It's... Uh, it's... Brianna... Yep. Uh, Brianna Hildebrand. Hildebrand. That's right. Yep. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She was so good in both the Deadpool. She was really good in in the second season of The Exorcist, though. Too. She was. So, you guys, if you haven't watched it, I know it's on Hulu. Um, I very very highly must suggest suggest it. You don't need to be a big a big Exorcist fan to watch it. Clearly, because I'm not. Um, but you you can still enjoy it and still appreciate the nods that it has to the original Exorcist and the fact that it's it's that it is its own. I love that he does a story within a story. He's got this story. He's got a big picture story surrounding this family. Um, and it's just, it's really well done. And Jeremy Slater really did a good job. Also, if his name sounds familiar to you, Jeremy Slater is the one who also did Death Note. Uh, the movie. Not the anime show, but the movie. Um, so I really appreciated what he did. He really took the series and really set it off, and um, I'm actually really, really, really thankful for that show for one main reason, one big, big reason, and the reason is Carl. I met one of my best friends, Carl, through The Exorcist on Twitter, and he's the reason we even got this episode tonight, so. Thank you, Carl. Thanks, Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, my number one, uh, and I struggled with this because I know it's not even done yet, but I don't care the trajectory I, I see this show going. In my opinion, it's going to be one of the best horror series ever done, and that's Chucky. I, 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 I'm telling you guys, I have not been able to find one single solitary thing wrong with that show up until this point. It has completely blown me out of the water. Everything that Casper said about it, 
I 100% agree with. It is the perfect, perfect transition from the movies. It, you know, we, we really didn't need to see any more movies. I think the movies kind of went as far as they were going to go, especially with Cult ending the way it did, that transitioning over into TV was just the right way to go. And Don nailed it. He fucking nailed it. He nailed it with the direction he's taking it. He nailed it with these actors. He nailed it with the cast. He fucking knew exactly what he was doing. And sci-fi is just is letting him have full reign. I love that they're not censoring anything. They're not there. I mean, the it's because there was just a lot with Chucky that if you were going to censor anything as far as what he says and how he kills, it just was not going to fucking work. Because I was a tad bit hesitant with it going to sci-fi. I didn't really know what the format was going to be on sci-fi. You know, I, I honestly hadn't watched the sci-fi channel in a long time. I didn't really even know what was still on it, to be honest. But I knew it. It completely restructured and it was going more in a horror route. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. And it has not disappointed. And I've seen a lot of uh, information from what's to come. And a lot of the old characters, you know, like we were saying, at the very least, watch the first two, Bride and the last two. Because you're seeing these reoccurring characters that are coming back that need to because they're so integral to the story. I think depending on where it's going to leave off this season, it could definitely go into other seasons. There is so much more to expand on. Um, I love that we're getting a backstory. Exactly. That's, I that's, love that's, that is 100% shit. what I was going to say. And that's something that Don, you know, I love these little, there's like little behind the scenes things they do at the end of every episode. And Don mentioned that that was one of the biggest things was was fans wanted a charles lee ray backstory you know and it's back in his hometown it's it's cutting in and out between his childhood how he grew up how he became who he was not how chucky became how charles lee ray became became because we already know how chucky became we saw that in the first first movie got that out of the way so um it's just and it's the fact that Don's doing it. So you know his backstory yes. is going to be done yes. right. Exactly. The beauty of Chucky as a whole is the fact that, well, one of the many beauties of Chucky as a whole is the fact that Don Mancini started the franchise so young mm-hmm. that he's still able to expand on it as far as he can because he has so many years to come to do it. It's just, I love Brad to death, but Brad is Charles. Brad is Chucky. So that's the other beauty that Brad is still here. We still have Brad because I can't even, frankly, I can't even talk about Brad <laughs> is Chucky. So you needed, you needed both of those dynamics. You needed Don, you needed Brad, you needed the creator of Chucky. You needed Chucky themselves. And we still have them both. Thank God, because this series and i'm so thankful that jennifer tilly is still this as is involved as everybody she is. she's so she embraced the tiffany character so much after bride and it's and and tiffany still being such an integral part of the story and bringing her you know because i was very disappointed in seed but <laughs> it all worked just, oh my god <laughs> but bringing her back into the fold with cult and the way that they did 
not only continuing off from curse but really keeping that story alive with chucky we knew that cult wasn't the end we knew there was going to be something after cult and and putting it into a series the way it's doing and bringing all of those characters back in the way that they're doing it is absolutely it, it's Perfect. brilliant it's it's and and then again this the the practical effects you can't i mean you're you're actually seeing this doll there's no cgi there's none of that. It's, and, and I'll say the other thing too, you know, because this is, this doesn't really give anything away, but I'm really loving how open they are about discussing sexuality and adolescence and Amen. how it pretends to queer youth. Yep. This is being done in such an amazing way. Uh, Don, first and foremost, as a gay man, understands completely. He he said, he has said himself that this is a reflection a lot from his own childhood. And how could it not? Um, anybody that's grown up queer, even now, me, Kath, you know, we all of us went through some kind of bullying or, or harassment or whatever. So, you know, Fuck I mean, it it goes through oh, oh, listen um, <laughs> i mean as an actress she's so chucky, nice oh i'm she sure she's a so nice but when chucky's not the villain <laughs> when you're going kill her slowly you know then you you know something so like i said um now here's the thing i know i've talked about and i i talked to my husband about this a little bit i know i've brought up lovecraft country before and i know i'm not even done with that yet but i didn't want to put lovecraft country on here yet because it's like I don't think it would be fair to be like three episodes in to a 10 part, a 10 episode show that is done and they're not coming back. I just didn't, I wouldn't have felt right putting that on the list. People should still watch Lovecraft Country. If you have HBO Max, I really suggest it's, it's just, it's heavy as fuck. It gets kind of hard to watch after a while. Um, Chucky, on the other hand, I will never stop. It's so, it's just incredible. I see that, I see where it's going to. And it's going to be phenomenal. It's already so on point that it's going to be phenomenal. I am so fucking happy with this show. I can't say a single solitary thing wrong with it. I'm so happy where it's going. I can't wait for another season. I want a third season, a fourth season. I need it all to come out on DVD too. I'm I need want it all to come out on DVD. I want it <laughs> to keep going as far as it can to where it's still integral to the story and Don and Brad are still involved. It's it's just it's, as long as it's, it's always Don and Brad. As long as it's always, Don, always and Brad, Don and Brad Chucky will live on and I'm just I'm so fucking happy with Also I would just like I'm to so say a personal thank you involved. to Don for keeping the Nikia the Nika and Tiffany State story still going. Well you had to I would just like Colt, to Colt ended Colt didn't really it ended on such a cliffhanger in my opinion. Oh, yeah, 100%. But they, you, don't, you don't know where he's going to go. Well, is he going to continue that storyline? Is he going to go somewhere else? And then he posted a picture, and Jennifer Tilly even was like giving the people what they want. And I said, listen, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to thank you. Just, well, you know what? You're right. You're <laughs> right. You don't know. He could have left them out. He could have. Definitely had to keep Andy and that whole part of it in because that's from the original. He could have even kept. Uh, Tiffany in it and not right. even brought Nika back. I think first of all, putting Fiona in these Fiona in there anyway and then making her the embodiment of him. Yes. 
She looks like him. She sounds like him. She acts like him. Don, you are so fucking... Br- I just want to talk to him. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> For everything. For everything, Don. Truly. Thank you. I'm wearing a good guy sweater as we speak right now. I have Chucky as my wallpaper on my phone. And of course, as you guys all know, I have freaking Chucky all over my fucking Twitter. So that's it. Um, Do you want to name your number one? or you My number one, since you guys don't know, <laughs> is Bates. Fucking Bates. God, like, since you guys don't fucking know. Fucking Bates. Listen, I watch it yearly. I've seen it six times all the way through. Yes, you heard me. Six times. All the way through. There are only 50 episodes. Easy to do. Very easy to do. Um, the Honestly, de- when you hear that, though, like when you hear how many times you watched it, but then you hear there's only 50 episodes, you're like, that's really not that many episodes. The it's way not I, 20 episodes a season. So. The way I've binged before, it's really not. It's It's not. So, yeah. You could easily, if you have the time, you could easily get that done in a week, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, the dynamic between Vera Farmiga and Freddie Highmore is stupid. They are amazing together. Um, we had talked about it before. Some of it's just cringy. There were a couple parts I thought they were going to kiss, like, legitimately. <laughs> and I was like, are they actually going to? What? There were some scenes. Oh, my God, where she would be sleeping. There were some scenes in particular I wanted to draw attention to, though. And it was when... She was dead, and he was her. Oh my god! And it was her in the reflection, but him sitting there. That shit was I so knew. cool. And also, like when they would, so, so there's like someone sitting there talking to them, and it was him. And then mm-hmm. the camera would go behind them, and then it was her. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the the whole fifth season, fourth and fifth season, where he's becoming her, and it's. <clears throat> and you're watching him be her, and then the camera angles, and just holy shit, it was perfection. The whole season five was basically the movie psycho. I do like how they changed it. I thought, it, you know, so there was bad. a lot of people that when we watched it and Marion didn't die and she got away, we all were kind of like, what? We were like, what the fuck? That's not what happened. And then when uh, I almost said Austin Nichols because that's his real name, whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is, um, when he died, I wasn't even mad about it. I was like, I actually like the direction this is going. It makes him more stalker like because he's going after the woman he wants husband and getting rid of him so he can get to her, which was amazing not to mention she looked like his mom which was also fucked up mm-hmm. um the per oh, like I literally definitely, definitely caught that connection right as soon as i saw her i was like and even she said it she was like she looks like me <laughs> red flag <laughs> for so many red if flags. you look like his fucking dead mother <laughs> run away <laughs> run as fast as you can run away um also fuck Bradley. But um we can't say that. I love no. his brother, Dylan, and uh what was her name? Emma? Emma. I loved Emma so much. I'm Emma- sorry, I didn't mean to say that so weird. I yawned at the same time. <laughs> I mean maybe I, I did. So excited. You're like, 
Actually, maybe I did mean to say that because I'm a chief. I love Emma so much. Oh my god, I love Emma. Um, uh, Port. Also, there is a scene, the one scene with Romero. As, as much as I love, hate Norma, Norma and Romero, goddamn. The scene where she finally comes clean and tells him that she was in love with her brother. Basically, her brother didn't rape her. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, and she finally lets that go. And she said, "You." She said, "Go pack your bags." And then he said, "Okay, where are we going?" I, I was not okay during that scene because I was like, "He loves her so Same. much, so much that he was like, okay, you were in love with your brother. That's great. Where are we going?'" Like, yeah, because listen, not a lot. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I would have reacted to that. And he did it so, like, well, I mean, imagine he's been through enough with her already. She screamed in his fucking that's, face in his yeah, house. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> that scene was intense when she was screaming at him in his house. They have been through a lot. They had been through a lot together already. Yeah. That's, it, it's, it sounds crazy if you don't understand and we're, thinking about it from a different perspective, but really at the end of the day with everything they had been through up until that point, he, he loved her. Yeah. So it didn't matter. He, he couldn't help it. He was it done. didn't matter. Yeah. He was probably done the moment he, he laid eyes on her. Cause let's be real. We all were. I know. Have you seen Norma Bates? It's beer for me. It's beer so, for me. Oh, like, so, uh, but yeah, there is, there is not one bad thing I can say about Bates Motel. It was paced perfectly. The story was perfect. It was consistent throughout all five seasons. It was such a nod to the original, to Psycho. Um, Freddie Highmore was a perfect Anthony Perkins. He was Norman Bates. He embodied Norman Bates so fucking well. Um, If you guys haven't seen Bates Motel, I just spoiled some of it for you. I don't care. It's old enough. Um, If you you have seen it, watch it again. It's... Oh my fucking god, just to watch him from the beginning to where he's very innocent to see some of the stuff. Like, there's some stuff in therapy that is brought to light that he went through as a kid. I'm going to let you know, it's hard. It's it's hard to watch. Uh, there were a couple things that happened to his mom that he was present to that was very hard to watch. But it definitely helps you understand him better as a person. Helps you understand him better as a character. And the dynamic between him and him and Vera is just... I love that they still post pictures together. Like, she'll post on her Instagram or Twitter. Like, she'll be like, mother and son day. And it'll be him and her. Like, clearly they have oh a, such gosh. a bond from that show. And they would have had to. It, it was well, five seasons. Would, yeah, and, that that show was filmed long enough that you would think that there would be some type of connection still there, especially with how deep that show got. For sure. So, um, but I had to, I just had to ball or go on on that show for a while. Cause that show just fucking fucking God. It's so good. Well, I knew it was coming. I, I figured that it was going to be, I, I knew you probably figured it show, was Bates. So I, I mean, I've only seen it be. six times. I knew it. literally I'll be sitting there. I don't know what to watch. Bates still on Netflix? <laughs> Turns on Bates and then Danielle will be like, are you watching? I'm like, shh. It's, I'm watching it again. It's time. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, I already know. I understand. 
that I've already seen it. Sometimes I, maybe I just like looking at Vera. Be crazy. Just let it happen, okay? <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Um, so my special mentions. Um, I'll just start from the bottom. Uh, the first one I have American Horror Story. Um, but only I kind of I I had to pick out a few because some I haven't watched yet. Um, Murder House, Coven, Asylum, and Freak Show. Um, The Walking Dead, uh, Shutters, Creep Show. Um, I, I that's really, actually pretty. I good. really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I was I was a little worried at first because I love the movies, but the show's pretty solid. Um, number two is Ash versus Evil Dead, and number one is The Exorcist. Yeah. So my enough. nods: Ash versus Evil Dead. Look, if Ash vs. Evil Dead wasn't going to be somewhere in there... <laughs> it had I to mean, be, like... It had to be. It also, to be. I love that Margot Robbie was in... Or not... Uh, Samara Weaving was in that... Might as well have been. Might as well have been Margot Buffy. I had to put Buffy in, oh, in a special mention. Because <laughs> I love Buffy. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I know people are out there like Sophie. <laughs> Listen, I, fucking love Buffy. I didn't even think about Buffy until I was going back and looking through some older shows and I was like, oh my god, Buffy. Like, I just, nostalgia. I just, I love Buffy. Um, I can't believe I forgot. Ghost Adventures. Oh, well. I don't know if you can consider it horror, but it is paranormal. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you guys are probably like, Becky! Zach Bagans is the Joe Exotic of Paranormal. How many times have I mentioned Ghost Adventures on here? I watched that. Oh my god, I watched that fucking show so, so much. We both do. Yeah, we both do. I watch the reruns of it we like do. it's my job. Same. And I'm like, oh, is there a new episode? <laughs> Literally 25, se 25 seasons. And last but not least, my last special mention is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Because oh, okay. honestly, yeah, season one was perfect. Season one was so season two fucking was good. really good. Season three, what? Season, season three, four I was like, we're sorry, we don't know what happened in season three. Let's do this. Let's be better, guys. Season three, I didn't even finish because I was so like, what the fuck is happening? We all and we all were like, what is? What? I probably should just go ahead and fucking finish it because I heard season four was like, listen, we're sorry about what. Happened. That's what happened. Season four was like, listen. We had some like, issues. Listen, if you're still sticking around, um, we're sorry about the We had some technical difficulties, so we're back. <laughs> if you're still with us, we appreciate it. We're Thank so, you. We're so sorry about what happened in three And days. I have seen... Do you know how it ended? No. Okay. Never mind. I have, I have literally not a clue. I'll just say I have seen that she's going to be in Riverdale. Because I do know that the, the, oh, the worlds are colliding. Uh, well, okay, then I I thought that was going to have to happen at some point. Because guys, I used to read I used to read Betty and Veronica and Archie, and I used to read those back in yeah. the day. So I knew that at some point it was. I happen. think it's cool that they're doing that, and I kind of want to watch Riverdale just for her. But how? And that's all I'm going to say. How? I know so many people like on Facebook were posting about it and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing. How? And I was like, with the way that Chilling Adventures of Sabrina ended, I'm gonna need 
I need, I need help. How? I'm like, okay, well, then that says a lot. How? Like, I don't, but I'm sure they're going to That's sort of like how away. somebody brought up to me about certain characters returning on um, the Chucky series. Uh, someone had mentioned to me about um, his mom coming back, and I'm like, I don't. His mom? Who's mom? Catherine Hicks. Like, Andy's mom. Oh, Catherine Hicks? Oh, yeah, she was just in the asylum. Like, showing she's up. probably not. But I don't, I don't really know what, like, why that would even be. Like, maybe, in, maybe if they decide to take it into other seasons and maybe she explain might. why Andy's mom. But otherwise, I really wouldn't understand why she would need to make a cameo. Um, that just didn't make any sense to me at all. No. Uh, and then, um, oh, God. Uh the cop from the first one, Christopher. Uh, the cop from Sinister. Really, <laughs> Chris know, Sarandon. Right? Yeah, I didn't understand Chris Sarandon making a cameo in it either. Like, and he died too, right? So like that didn't make. He didn't fun. die. Oh no, that's right. He didn't die. That's that's right. He didn't die. He didn't die. Catherine but, Hicks didn't die either. She's just in a mental facility. But it wouldn't make any sense for either one of their characters to come back. They're just there are certain characters from the original movies that would make no sense to me at all for the story right to come back no andy kyle nika tiffany those those characters make they sense they make yeah they make sense but anybody else i i, I you'd have to show me i feel like way... he need loose ends to tie up to put them in it and there yeah. aren't any there aren't there, any loose ends yeah. for them unless they're flashbacks if he brings them back for a flashback or something like that okay i i can that's fine but to be present now would make no sense to yeah, me yeah that wouldn't make any sense to me at all i i agreed i didn't understand that at all but i mean i i teach their own whatever right but of course it definitely if, and i'm knowing don if he did do it he'd do it in the right way he's he knows he knows what he's doing clearly um, oh yeah, no doubt. I got all the faith in the world. I actually want to go back and rewatch Sabrina now that I'm talking about it because I'm like, wow, I I really did that first season was wow was so fucking good and dark. And then season two it was, was good. really really good. And then oh my god, the the aunts. Whew, I love. And then the fact in season four they the the it was fucked up and they had um was it season four or season three it might have been season three. Where the original ants from the show were in it. Oh, I oh that's that was so cute. I loved that so much that they did that because even though it was so vastly different, like I I grew up with a lot of uh, Melissa Joan Hart, so mm -hmm. the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch show, you know, for us millennials, uh, it was so cute. And even though the even though the actual Sabrina story was really dark, um, I love both of them. I mean, I appreciate them both for what they were. Oh yeah, and uh, that was nice to see. But yeah, I probably should just go ahead and say fuck it, finish up the third one. I really didn't have that many episodes left to go in the third one. There's just finish it and get through it because season four is worth it. Yeah. Okay. I literally cried so hard at the end of season four that I came out of my room and my roommate, I don't remember what Danielle was watching. I came out and sat in my chair and went, <sighs> and she's like, you good? And I'm like, 
Sabrina was really sad. <laughs> She's like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> but I almost put Sabrina on my list. But my top five is so solid that it was it was hard to decide to move something. But Chilling Adventures of Sabrina I is one so good. thing. I could not move my top five. I was so happy with it. I I literally just moved one thing, and I was like, nope, this is where it's staying. So, and I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy with I'm it. I'm happy. I love that um, we both had a couple of the same things, but nothing was the I same. I figured we would, but you know, a lot of times with. What I like is we have similar tastes, but where it's different, it's it can sometimes be vastly different, and that's always really cool. And then, um, you know, like the age difference, mm -hmm. like the fact that I didn't want to give Scream a shot, but now I'm like, I think the I might watch this. The age showed on our and lists. Then, um, <laughs> like you had never watched Freddy's Nightmares. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are like, oh my God, I never fucking watched that either. I'm telling you guys. Oh, I'm watching that shit. nostalgia alone, and if you're a Freddy fan, you need to fucking watch it. I'm watching like, that shit. Gotta watch it. Gotta find it. Um, gotta find you. This is this was so much fun. I love doing these listener episodes. Um, this was a fun one, too. And like you said, we never... Um, We've definitely shared a lot of our favorite movies, but have never really talked. I think we we mentioned them here and there, but we've never really gone talked in depth about as far them. as like our favorite horror. I think did we do shows. an episode on Stranger Things? Yeah, but that's did. like it. Like that's the yeah. only show we've actually touched on, talked about. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, that was fun. That was fun, and I had to think about it today because I was like, I know my top two have been Base Motel and The Exorcist. Like it's been very consistent, so I'm like. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like, what do I put for the rest? And then I'm wearing my good guy sweater and I'm like, Chucky. <laughs> Love it. Chucky. I know it's not done yet, but god damn it, that it's show is so good. so good. And everybody needs to find a way to watch sci-fi. Guys, I'm telling you, Chucky, it's incredible. Gotta watch it. <clears throat> so next week. Yes. Um, guys, we are going to have a guest on. Um... Gaston. Uh, Gaston? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to have Gaston. Um, no, we're Isn't not going to have him. He's, he's annoying. Um, <laughs> he was actually very annoying. Very annoying. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> I really just don't want to talk to Gaston, even though he's a fictional character. He's not even real. I just really don't want to talk to him. I'm sorry. I took that so far. No, I don't want to eat anything. <laughs> No one cooks like Gaston. Oh my god. Okay, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm done. No. Um, <laughs> guys, so I started uh, talking, I started following, um, I don't know if we started, if he started following us through the podcast or I started following him more, more so because I was interested in the way that he rated movies, but um, Luis Gonzalez who is at I Love Movie 77 on Instagram. He is a blogger and he's going to have a movie podcast coming soon. Um, has graciously agreed to come on the podcast and talk to us about Halloween Kills. Um, we are so excited to finally be able to talk about this. Um, it's been out long enough that, uh, you know, majority of people should have seen it by now. Um, there are, there are some people spoilers. that have seen it like six times. I'm like, 
guys calm down <laughs> uh, well i know some people we saw it in the theaters i believe louise he streamed it so of course if people streamed it they probably could have watched it over and over and over i really wanted to see this one in theaters because i saw halloween in theaters uh, in 2018 so um i really wanted to see this one in the theater and um it was it was i had mixed reviews about it at first there were so many parts that i loved there were some i could have done without now looking back as a whole i'm kind of glad nothing was left out i definitely want to watch it again um it's one I'm of those you so, gotta sit on it you i'm gotta so sit excited on it. to talk about it the nostalgia mm -hmm. of it is incredible and um Luis watched it he loved it so we are so excited to have him on and to uh talk about it i've been wanting to talk about this movie I'm sure you guys want to hear um our opinions on it so that's coming up for next week and if you have uh, Peacock, make sure to watch it. And if you don't, go see it in theaters. I feel like the theater experience for those movies, especially for people like us who have been fans for, of the of, of the tra of the trans size. Wow! I thought you were about to say Transformers, and I was going <laughs> to go, "Okay, we're officially done." We're gonna end this right directed now. by Michael Bay. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? Fans of the franchise for as long as we have been. Oh my god! Well, you guys know how many times Becky has been on and on and on. I hate to refer myself in the third person, but I have gone on and on and on a million times over about how much I fucking love John Carpenter and how hands down, if you ask me, my favorite horror franchise. It's it's such a toss-up between Freddy and Halloween because I love... I think I love Freddy more as a character, not so much the franchise. Like, my like horror villain, Freddy. Hands down, Freddy. But franchise, Halloween. I just... I fucking... Except Halloween 6. I fucking love... <laughs> and, 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 and Rob Zombie. And Rob oh, I don't even count those. Um, <laughs> what even is that? Doesn't even count. Um, those movies, like, I just, I love it. I love, and, and really Lori. Like, Lori at the heart of it is, like, the, the ultimate final girl. And, like, see, just, just saying, okay, fuck all these other movies what has happened to Lori over the last 40 years it's like just everything it's just everything and Halloween Kills really brought so much back um, I would just like to say if y'all so, have listened to it the Halloween Kills soundtrack is by far the best Halloween movie soundtrack period do not at me <laughs> but I agree with you is that my favorite villain is Chucky but as a franchise, Halloween, 100%. Oh, it's a great franchise. 100% Halloween. It's a great franchise, especially season of, I mean. I mean, I would even count season of the witch. Season of the witch counts. It's, it's so, amazing. Going back and watching it again, every, it's, it's going to be a Halloween. Happy, happy, Halloween, Silver Shamrock. You go back, I go back now, it's going to be a part, like, every Halloween season, when I got my, like, spooky movies that I get together to watch, Season of the Witch is, is in there now. It's in there now. Because when I go back and watch it, 
I'm like, this movie is so fucking it's good. It's so good. And Tom Atkins. Mm. He does so great. <laughs> Did kind of like ditch his kids on Halloween to sleep with this hot chick. But I mean, I kind of would have done the same. So I don't really blame him. Yeah. I mean, did sort of like lie to his wife and ditch his kids. And it's, I mean, but she was hot. So I mean, she's hot. I mean, <laughs> she's hot. <laughs> also, fuck them kids. <laughs> Man, fuck that kid. Fuck them kids. <laughs> when franchises collide. I know, right? Um, also, it'd be great if we could get some Halloween people at Horror Hound. I, I would actually really like, obviously, Jamie Lee and John Carpenter's a long fucking shot, but, I mean, Cameron. I would go into cardiac arrest. <laughs> I would the, girl who plays, the girl who plays the youngest. Oh, uh, they could, oh yeah, please. Oh, my I God. I would love if they got Allison. There are so many. Uh, Judy I mean, Greer. <laughs> I will literally have a heart. I will literally have a heart attack and die if Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter come back. That's a long shot, but I would literally die. I, I think I would actually if pass away. They don't, and just anybody else. Like I feel like. Oh my god, be- the guy that played the sheriff just for the fourth kind. I would be like, sir. <laughs> right, sir. Listen, <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Why does he always play a cop, too? He he's always, got that face. He, he's got that look. How, he can just, well, <clears throat> and there, there's a lot of character actors out there. You just, they either play a doctor or a cop. Like The cop from Sinister? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He played Eddie and... John Saxon did the same thing. He had played a cop oh my twice God, so before true. he was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh my God, that's so Poor true. God. He's like, I guess I just. He's like, I guess I'm like, R.I.P. to John Saxon, but he's like, I guess I just play a, ch- a cop. A like, chop. He's I'm a fi- chop. I went from fighting with Bruce Lee to cop, 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 and Night Runnel Street. <laughs> to a cop, to a cop, to a cop. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they could easily get the girl who played Allison. I don't know. But I, I could that. be I could be Andy Andy something. I don't remember her last name, but she was in that movie on Shutter Sun. Oh, okay. That movie was fucked up. She is really she has been I've not seen her in anything prior to these two movies. And she blew me away in She's very both good. of them. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind. I also kinda her. wanna meet uh the guy who plays Cameron Andy and uh, uh Aunt, what the fuck is his name? Hot. I don't know. <laughs> I literally just wanna be like do you have Victoria Pedrotti on speed dial? Can I, uh, can I see your phone? <laughs> Please. And throw your phone. Like, I would love to be in a bowl of jello. I, I want to like, be like, I want to talk to you about you. Because <laughs> holy shit, that show is That's insane. probably what a lot of people would want to talk to him about, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anybody else from the show. That would be They fun. could bring on. Uh, he's, wait. Has James Jude Courtney been to any of the Whorehounds or mm, any conventions? No. Okay. I mean, he's They another... did just actually announce Kane Hodder, and I was like, they announced Oh, Jason. wait. He was there last year. I think he was there this, this past Whorehound. Was he? he brought Nick Castle. I think James Jude Oh, Courtney he might was. have been. Yeah. Okay, never mind. He might have been then. Okay. Never mind. They did just announce Kane Hodder, so I'm like, well, they got Jason, so let's start getting... Let's bring Nick Castle I back. mean, well, he comes every year, so he can really we just... Does. Um, so can we just <laughs> can we just kind of like bring bring some actual people? 
Get John Carpenter and Jamie Lee back. <sighs> Fuck, I would die. I, I would, would actually, literally die. I think I would actually we, would pass we, away. Jamie Lee would say hello, and I'd be like, <laughs> just pass away. I would, I would just, it would just be like, poof. And Especially because I've had a crush on her since I was born. So, like, I, I just, mean, you're like, literally since I was born. Since I was born. I also need to watch Terror Train because I forgot she was in that. I need to watch. I just watched True that Lies I because I haven't even Eli seen Roth. True oh Lies. God, that movie! I just watched that Eli Roth uh, show. If people aren't watching, that's really fucking good. Um, and I just caught the episode that he did about uh, holiday horror movies, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh my god, there are so many!" First of all, totally forgot that the same guy that directed Black Christmas directed uh, a Christmas Story. Oh my god! <laughs> like literally, when he fucking said that, I was like what uh <laughs> i need to watch terror train because it's a new year's eve uh horror film and jamie lee curtis is in it and i've never fucking seen it i need to watch april fool's day i've never fucking seen that and now after it's hearing, actually good now after hearing coin tarantino t well they totally spoiled it but i'm gonna fucking watch it's it actually anyway. really good though um and i heard quentin tarantino talk about it and i'm like okay i think i need to watch this um yeah we need like more holiday horror movies Everybody watch the trailer for Black Friday. It's on Devin Sawa's Instagram or watch it on YouTube. Fucking, oh my God, we're getting another Christmas horror film and Bruce Campbell's in it. And I'm so goddamn happy. As soon as I saw him, I went, oh, groovy. I was so <laughs> happy. So my husband, my husband was straight up like, did the Deadites follow him to it? I don't know. You guys just gotta watch the trailer. It'll make I mean, a maybe lot of they sense, did. But it was really fucking maybe funny. I'm so happy. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna do Evil Dead anymore. I'm just gonna do stuff like it. <laughs> okay. I am all for Bruce Campbell continuing to do horror comedy. Yes, please. Like, it does not have to be Ash. It doesn't. Because if you Sir, got, just be Just in watch it. the trailer for Black Friday. <clears throat> guys, please. Just do it after you listen to this, and then, then you can do whatever. But just... <laughs> Then go watch Halloween Kills. There you go. Then go, go watch, watch The Exorcist. There you go. Then go watch Chucky. Are we you, have, you have assignments. <laughs> you have many homework. homework. You have homework. All right, my dudes. Um, you know our, all of our socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at DFABTO Podcast. Twitter, or the handle is DFABTO8811. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. All at Don't Fuck With The Original. Go find us on those things. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. And you'll know when we put out new episodes every single Wednesday. We're really looking forward to next week, you guys. But until then, be safe. Be good. Go watch all the things that we told you to watch because you have a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh... Oh, and one more thing. Go watch Behind the Monsters on, uh, on Shudder. They did Michael Myers first. And it was actually really cool because they go very in-depth as to how they created him. And... Um, John Carpenter's in it and everything. Uh, Candyman was just released today. Um, I believe Chucky is next week, and then Pinhead, and then Freddy. So it's actually really cool because they really go behind the scenes and they really take a look at how the monster was created and how um, they've been perceived over the years and everything like that. So it's very, very cool. So I just want to take you guys to go watch that on Shutter. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. original. We love you guys. Good night. Good night.